once again, we are back. Welcome back to the Prefer Not to Say podcast. I'm James Bunn, also known as Boutique Paul. And I'm Greg Tenbrink, also known as... John C. So, this week, we are going to be talking about supporting content creators in 2020. Uh, basically, anybody that you know that is uh, doing something to, to free themselves from the everyday 9 to 5. Yeah. Or who are already free and making a living doing it full time. Mm-hmm. And it was it was an episode I had an idea for because mainly because of the response we're getting from the podcast. You know, we don't have a massive audience yet, but the response we are getting from the few people that listen is actually really cool. You know, people actually like the show and they're taking something from it. Mm, they're definitely seeing an opportunity to uh, to do something with their with their free time besides like entertaining themselves with hobbies and stuff. You know, it's 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 great to see that we started the show and a lot of people are reaching out and saying they want to either start a show of their own or it's just in it's motivating them to get out there and do something productive. It's almost like a domino effect. We start a podcast and that means someone else is going to want to, too. I mean, you've you've gotten multiple people (laughs) coming up to you with that idea. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what the next wave is. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to start music and then everybody's going to be into music or we're going to start selling some, something and everybody's going to be like, yes, let's start selling stuff too. But, they're just trendsetter. <laughs> we'll just be we'll just be uh, famous trendsetters. We don't even need to stick to one thing. Just people people who inspire people. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely seeing. You know, we got uh, we got a small test batch of merch. We've been handing out some stickers. I saw a couple. You know, a couple of our fans post an Instagram story on where they put a sticker, and you know, just something like that. It seems. Thinking about it seems really small, but at the same time, it's like a big, huge deal for me because mm. I'm like, oh, man, someone's willing to, you know, yeah, represent like, us on whatever item honestly, they may like, put it on. It's it's just a sticker, but the, the so that people are like excited to get it and slap it on stuff so that the world can see it or just so that they can see it every day is like it, it's a big deal. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I put on the, the sweater and I went to work, I was self-conscious at first. You know, I was like, oh, really? People are going to look at this and be staring at me and like that. That was going to trigger my anxiety. But like I, after about an hour or so, I was cool with it. But like uh, the people that wanted the stickers and stuff, they're they're more brave than I am. I'm putting it like that. <laughs> like somebody else put it on their car before I did. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, there's always that feeling of, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know if this is the right thing to do. Yeah. But now you're like, oh, wait. There are other people willing to promote it. I guess I can mm-hmm. promote my own project. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it's definitely something when there's a physical product to give a fan mm-hmm. and then them in turn showing it off to other people. You know, I don't know. It just Yeah, it, it just I don't know. Other people be like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. It's just a sticker. It's, mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? It's a sticker. Yeah, I never a- thought as a grown man I'd be so excited <laughs> for stickers. Honestly, the the like two week and a half, two weeks that we waited for him, dude, it was the it was it was grueling. Every day I was just like, oh man, I'm waiting on this text. I'm waiting on this text to let to to let me know that this stuff. Every is ready. now and there to be an IG story by one of the guys, like, oh, this is what working we're working on. on. This. Here's 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 the PNTS. Like it's coming. And I'm just like, oh. And then, and then once we got the actual, you know, once we got actual clothes mm-hmm. too, that was. When Eric messaged me, let me know that I could swing by and pick it up. Eric at Lavish Media, if anybody uh, 
doesn't know but yeah uh he let me know that i could swing by after work and pick it up i was so fucking excited i, I could i could barely speak like i walked <laughs> into the house and, and his brother john was there because eric had to run out but he handed me the stuff and i basically could only get like high and buy out of my mouth i was like oh my god 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 like internally i'm screaming because <laughs> <laughs> you're excited for your stickers and yeah <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, now I just want more merch. Mm-hmm. Get all sorts of little, you know, eventually make it socks, hats. It, it it makes me like excited to, for the point, like in the future where we're like bigger, you know, and like people are purchasing merch and every once in a while I can just slide by and be like, ah, here's a little, little free thing here and there, you know, not like a crazy amount, but like this is a one time only a unique sticker that. Only this one person's gonna get, <laughs> or or we can make merch with jokes that are mm-hmm. you know only found on the show. If you actually listen, True. that'll make people look at you weird. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? You're like, well, gotta listen to the podcast. Is that a solar panel made out of Legos? Why <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> that design needs to be done asap? Not even for just right away, just to have because that <laughs> I think that's one of the best things that ever we ever said. <laughs> Lego solar panels, but yeah, I mean, like so. We're we're this excited about like the the show that we started. Imagine how excited your friends will be once they have been like motivated by you or whoever to to pursue something of their own. So like it really, I guess the the idea there in those little stories is that sure we can make it on our own and we can like promote it and stuff. But like the fact that there are people that are like excited about it and like giving us this, I want to say emotional energy to like continue and push harder and all this is. It makes the difference, you know, so you never know. You never know how far your effect on your friends is going to go. So like a teeny bit of support could be the th- the make or break, you know, that could. Well, yeah, I mean, our success. guests and our fans are probably getting us more listens than us. Our, we ourselves. And we're <laughs> the ones who do the show. <laughs> yeah, my social circle is like not not large, but it's like it's sizable, but it's not massive enough to like grow on its own. Yeah, well, I think the. um the last episode had the high it doesn't have the highest count yet but, it, but the it, has the, it has the most episodes in the shortest amount of time mm-hmm. like you know i think it's it's at least 40 listens in its first week which that you know we were we were happy when we got 20 listens in a week and then <laughs> this one got like double that in a few days i mean the craziest that like i mean the debut episode what was it like 24 episodes in the first 24 hours or 24 listens in the first 24 hours and you're like that's fucking crazy well we also don't know <laughs> if that was because it kept stopping and people had to keep playing because mm-hmm. I-, I learned it by the end of it i think we had like 50 listens but 50 people didn't really it was everybody like having had to, to constantly replay, start it because yeah. yeah we put it on audius first and then we just eventually were like nah we'll just we'll just we'll shell out the bucks and put it on all the major platforms mm. yeah it's definitely I think, yeah, it's, I'm a little, I'm not as obsessed with the numbers now as I was in the first mm-hmm. like month or two, but still looking at the numbers and how they are, it's still nice to see like, oh, this many listens have happened. Like as of right now, there are 343 listens all time. That's a, that's like, that's a big number. Like it seems like a small number, but that's a big number to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so we're definitely getting there. You know, it's it's really crazy too. just being a content creator in this day and age. It's 2020. The Internet was made available to the public August 6, 1991. We're on the 29th year of the Internet. 
age. It's crazy to think that it was so like that's like so young. You know? Well, yeah, it's still so young, but it's still uh, how long it's come. I mean, I mean, the dot com bubble was ninety five to two thousand, and that mm-hmm. was relatively early in its stages to where you have like a boom and bust. But you know where we are now, especially the opportunities to make money on the internet. True. I mean, you know, I mean, and we can largely think that to what YouTube really. I mean, yeah, it was definitely one of the proponents. I mean, you can like make money on the internet. It. You know, it wasn't as easy, but once YouTube came out, I mean, it started out <laughs> small and people uploaded a bunch of videos and then Google buys it. And then out of nowhere, people are millionaires for real. Getting you know? platinum buttons and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, our timer just did something really, really weird. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah and you know it's the 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 supporting group your support structure is is very beneficial you know and if you your friend support structure you got to support yeah it's important you know i i'm glad we haven't kind of i mean we're doing a podcast we don't have the kind of woes that other content creators have to deal with i mean because it's not you know this isn't a profitable venture yet well, it hasn't turned a profit yet. Well, it hasn't I, turned a profit the venture yet. Venture itself is is it's different from like you know people in like the music space or people who provide digital services. Oh yeah, because it, because it, it's it jumps straight into whether or not it's profitable. Whereas yeah, this, and we you also have to deal with just off of yeah, you, you deal with things like like uh, like content creators have the biggest problem where everyone just wants everything to be free, mm-hmm. you know, and as much as people want to complain about the cost of streaming services or the fact that there's a bunch of them, you got to think about it. You're think about the content you're getting in regards to streaming, specifically like television and film. You're still even if you bought all of them, you're still paying less for cable that isn't on demand. You True. get to choose what you want. You have an, an entire library. It's like if you bought everything individually, you'd be shown. It'd be out. impossible. You couldn't <laughs> so even consume money. it. Or the <laughs> fact that you know when people complain about having to you know maybe streaming music streaming services go up. It's like look, artists already don't get paid from streaming services, and you're complaining that you have to pay for it when you're basically getting mil- an entire history of recorded music basically for free. Honestly, and that's why I just keep shelling out money every month. <laughs> it's not a lot but it's like fuck it like i ha- i mean i mean i mean you know some artists do it. you know some artists do get a little bit of a kickback it's not mm-hmm. that much but you know there are some people who can you know at least kind of pay their bills with it you know and, and you know the dedicated fans will always pay for things true that's, and that's the thing it's that's like so physical media fans. never dies like they always talk about oh it's the death of like music oh the death of vinyl the death of the cd that's on a commercial mainstream like entire thing that they're talking about they're not talking about like the smaller markets like there's still plenty of people who press up physical copies and they do sell you know and it's funny because vinyl and cds are selling more and more each year it's because at the end Again. of the day somebody's always going to want that physical form that they can reach out and touch you know it's also the highest quality True. Like, streaming isn't the highest quality mm-hmm. you know it's it's like your movie collection like i will still buy movies because that will be the height of quality but also there's a lot of extras that aren't included in typical streaming services mm. unless it's a specialty one like voodoo yeah because they, they have like all the features that are on that blu-ray that yeah i think because some there. of them actually do translate to yeah. actually giving the bonus features on not all there. of them but some i've yeah, noticed some of that perusing the uh 
the old account recently. <laughs> With all the, yeah. the, all the movies yeah, that are loaded the, out there now, the, the it chapter or the it one and two, and it had like all the bonus. Oh, that all the bonus features, side. yeah. Yeah, or, you know, and it's just, it's opened up so many opportunities for people to make money. You know, I, it's like, you know, what I've been seeing in the cosplay community, which we've talked about numerous times, you know, <laughs> the cosplayers, you know, starting a Patreon or, you know, now they're doing the OnlyFans thing, which is, I think most, I think that, I think they typically attract more adults, not safe for work stuff. I, I think I think uh, I think so, but I don't think it's entirely that. No, like, it's not bad. I just know that got popular. I think that I think it got it's popular like the, with it's that. Like the like premium first. It's well, it's it, well, apparently, well, you know, porn pretty much decides what the popular medium is going to be. That's mm-hmm. the reason we got VHS. It's the reason we got Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever format porn gets behind, that's what we're reusing. That's that's so crazy. Yeah, who do you, who do you think was at the forefront of you know video streaming online? <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, but then there's, you know, it's, it just creates so many opportunities, but we've got that pitfall of people don't view it as a real job. Yeah. And that's, and that's the, and that's just the really hard part is, you know, I mean, honestly, I can deal with those comments, but there's some people who really have a hard time having that opinion placed on them. It's like, oh, this isn't real work. Why don't you get a real job? It's like, okay. You know making more money than a real job and mm-hmm. something that's not detrimental to mental health. Right. Something where you have like a, a forum to express yourself in a healthy way. And they're like, no, that's not a real job. You have to suffer like everybody. It's like, all right, oh, yeah. and, uh, you being your own boss. No, mm-hmm. it's not a real job. Okay. They're probably putting twice the hours in a real job too. Cause I mean, typically any content creation, there's work behind it. I mean, doing this podcast, it's not as much as it could be because we're just starting out, but I mean, recording, takes roughly an hour an hour and a half depending mm. on if it's a regular episode depending or an interview like episode so the there's also like i mean we, you could call it like a like a, a conference basically that we have prior to and after the recording you know and then there's there's like well there's the water break that's that's longer than the mm-hmm. actual break generally mm-hmm. and then there's the 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 what you could call market research which is basically of reaching out and talking to people and figuring out what they'd like to hear on the show or, or listening to a million podcasts, podcasts like yeah. I do. Dude, I yeah. have like, I don't even know how many I listen to consistently, but I have it. I have at least four off the top of my head. I listen to consistently and other ones I consistently check out too. And just seeing what their moves are or what, what kind of things they are doing to kind of get a bigger reach. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot more that goes on behind the scenes than what it looks like on the surface. And the same goes for like pretty much any content that anybody makes, you know, like you people who make like uh, artwork online and and want to sell it. And people are oh, try to price gouge them or like, why don't you give it out for free so that you can get exposure? You know, oh my God, like everybody always tries to do <laughs> the, the whole art, the visual artist <laughs> bane of existence. <laughs> why don't you cash your checks at the exposure bank? <laughs> no. But, you know, there's so much that goes behind it or goes into it that you're not aware of. You know, you don't you don't know how many hours that person put into creating that piece of art or how much money they put into that art. Yeah. Maybe they had to pick up some new uh, rendering equipment for something that they made or whatever. But or how long they've been perfecting their craft True that, too. Like it's it's worth the uh, I can't say it's worth the dollar amount because obviously prices vary. Some people are just like trying to make mad profits off of other people. But. It's it's worth something at least, you know. Yeah. It's worth more than free. Yeah, it's always it's always worth more than the free. Contrary to other people's opinions, 
you know, and it's it's like the uh, like going back to this podcast. I'm perfecting the process of mixing down these episodes. Mm -hmm. You know, before for a while I was listening to the entire episode while going along. And then I just thought about it. I was like, this is too much time I'm spending. I I sat through recording. I know what I said. I was there. Why am I listening to it again when I could be working on something else to help Mm -hmm. the podcast? So, you know, it was just a matter of trial and error, figuring out the settings to where I can pretty much just plug and play. I just got to, you know, throw the files in, arrange the music, arrange the sections, and then just get it done and uploaded. Yeah. And you, you, you also have like, even if I wasn't on the show, I'd offer to do this, but like you, you have like quality control built in, you know, you, you do your, your, your settings and you, let it mix and all that. And I mean, you upload it to the, to the shared drive, you know, and I listen to it before it goes live. Oh know? yeah. I, 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 make sure, to I try to make sure to get thing. it to you so you yeah. can, you know, that, that, but it's also not to obscure our numbers because we don't want to be, we don't want to be figures in our own yeah. numbers. Honestly, just, some, yeah. Sometimes I listen to my, or to our own episodes like more than once. And I'm like, I'm not trying to do that. And, have all the numbers pop up on pod being like, yeah, this one got 200 listens and 150 of them are me <laughs> all week. Just listen to the same old episodes. <laughs> and, and also it's just, you know, the quality is improved. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, now once I, once I actually figured it out, it's like, okay, I got the right, you know, make sure it's nice and loud. It's clean. You can hear what we're saying, you know, and it's, it's also, we're getting better at presenting the show Overall, because it's like, you know, I'm not admitted to, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit I don't edit these episodes. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to, like, redo something or go back. It's like, you know, we're either going to get good at it or we're just going to be bad at it and just be proud of being bad. at it. <laughs> you know, if we say dumb things or, you know, stutter or say um and uh way too much, you know, I want to put that in there because it it shows the progression of how the show's going and, and how authentic. we are as. Yeah, it's, it's authentic. I, I feel like. You know, I, I am that person who pauses in conversation, says I'm a lot, stutters, and 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 I'm okay. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I'm that person, and I don't think that's ever going to change. But I feel like that makes me, you know, relatable because you know I'm not some I'm not some faceless perfect voice. Yeah, you know, for sure. Uh, I'm a, I'm a human being that's uh, you know helping create some content, and people will relate to that. And I I, I don't know, can't really pinpoint exactly where this is going to end, but I feel like that makes it truer content for the people that are consuming it. We're, we're like the every man podcast sort of. Yeah. Except, except we, <laughs> except we're kind of like slightly above the every man. Cause we're trying to, we're trying to take over and we bring on <laughs> guests who are like, you know, almost like heavyweights for normal people. Honestly, the every man podcast after dark. <laughs> <laughs> I still think one of my favorite Twitter accounts is uh, Beans After Dark because it's it's like because there's I think there's another one just called Beans and it's just a picture of this like just a bean Mm. with a face and it always just says some wild stuff. I think it even has like the bright eyes whenever you do that like uh like you like you ever see in memes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh definitely a learning experience and and we wouldn't have been able to learn anything without the support. Yeah, that's important. Also, you know, the fact that it's really kind of hitting home with people on a consistent basis that people are constantly enjoying it. You know, it's definitely it's definitely informative to how we're going to approach the show further down the road, because it's like, you know, we're hearing what you like and we we're kind of getting this sense of who our audience is. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's also like you got to have the right people around who are support minded, you know, like a. Uh, Kenzie, you know, from from my uh, Discord group, uh, she was extremely supportive as soon as as soon as we created like 
an idea for merchandise. She was like, I want it. I was like, the stickers, you know, she tried to tell me that she wanted to like pay for them. And I'm like, that's no, what she, that's what she said in the message. When <laughs> yeah. I messaged her about it, I was just like, Oh my God, like, no, these stickers are free. <laughs> no, this, this is like is a free. test run. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know when we yeah. have stuff for sale. And I just, that just kind of shows like, that's, a, that's the kind of fan we have. If we mm. can like get enough fans like that, we'll be able to do bigger and better things. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we'll be able to leave our jobs and do this full time. That's that's so much content we'll be able to create. And that's that's ideally the goal. Yeah. I mean, in, you know, next quarter, we're trying to up the content on the social media mm-hmm. and everything else. And, you know, by the end of the year, we're we're definitely trying to get, you know, all around multimedia. It's just trying to it's the trial and error of figuring it out. Also, it's, you know, kind of getting a sense of how we need to schedule everything because, mm-hmm. you know, we got it. Next quarter, you guys better be ready. We got some fun things in the works. <laughs> not going to say anything. I mean, I mean, I've, I've had a conversation, you know, I've mentioned things to people just in person, but yeah, trust mm-hmm. me, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun stuff. I don't get too in detail when I talk about the plans for the future, but when I do give the the small bits of details to certain people, they, they always, their eyes always, you know, like open wide and they light up and they're like, what you're about to do this. Let me know when that launches. Cause I'm super interested. Like even if this podcast isn't for everybody, like the other content that we're going to make is for more people, you know? So I wouldn't know what content would fit with each people or with, with each group. If, uh, if they didn't interact with us, you know? Yeah. That, and that, and that's, that's really what it's about. You know, the more you interact and, and a lot of people are interacting more with the social media and that's definitely helping. So yeah, just you know, let us know if there's something you like, if there's something you want to hear, you know, like I said, you know, once the Kit Kat episode comes around, you know, I like, we want to do some sort of interactive thing for it. So if you mm-hmm. have questions, you have comments, anything, send it to us. We'll read it. We'll keep you anonymous. If you want to be anonymous mm-hmm. or we'll say your name or, if you want to be shouted out, we'll write it all down and we'll, we'll blow through them on the episode. Yeah. And, and that's the most rewarding thing. Like seeing the couple Instagram stories of other people posting their stickers was like, mm-hmm. okay, I like this. Cause it's also, you know, lavish gets to see that too. True. So it's, you know, that's, that's something they made. We're helping facilitate their passion as well. We're acting as part of their support group. Yeah, we're we're you know we're supporting each other, and then in turn, other people are supporting us. It's just it's just good all around, and it, and it, like once once you start getting around people like that too, it helps push a lot of the negativity out of your life. Like honestly, once we started doing this, and I like saw like my friends being supportive of it, and like helping me promote it, or like wanting to you know buy merchandise for it or anything like that, it's really helped alleviate a lot of the like. I'm not trying to sound a little cringy here, but it's 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 brought a lot of light into the the darkness that is my regular day to day. It's it's br- it's you know the storm cloud is kind of dissipating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I've I've noticed an overall change in demeanor from you compared mm-hmm. to you know knowing you for several years. You know it just it seems it seems like the pot happened and just all these like positive things just mm-hmm. sort of came about it. It's all it. It's like if you have a forum to express yourself, you are more happy with yourself. That's what I'm. That's what I think it is. You know, this yeah. is, this is an opportunity for me to you know speak my mind on whatever topic, and you know, ho- hopefully help people because that's what's at the core of my being is helping people. So, I mean, it also kind of speaks to the culture and the current zeitgeist of existence. Mm-hmm. That was like a fifty dollars sentence. <laughs> <laughs> God, I both love and hate that word zeitgeist because like it, it's 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 fine you know but like I feel like it gets overused by certain people like not like not like you you you've used it a grand total of maybe like six times 
in in my I, I place it strategically. Yeah, yeah, but then then it just gets overused by people who I'm you not say it all sure the time. <laughs> if they know exactly what it means. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's just, you know, consecration, it's almost the way that we communicate in a general sense now. Mm-hmm. You know, people always complain about how, you know, oh, people aren't having face-to-face interaction anymore and that's bad. It's, you know, it's almost I think it's almost better in some cases. Definitely. It's perfect for the people who don't want to be around people. Mm-hmm. They get to choose. It's almost like they get they get a better idea of how to choose to be around people. They're observing a person they don't have to interact with, really. Like if yeah. you got a YouTube channel, you don't have to interact with them, but you could, you know, get that feel. You almost accept them as your best friend because they do something you like or they're someone that's relatable. Honestly. Yeah, it just opens up so many things. And and I think it's a lot of it has to do with people kind of holding on to the old ways of things. People don't want to let go and accept things. It's like the people who are, you know, anti-technology. That is, that is the oh, that is the most frustrating concept for me to wrap my mind around is people who are like no to technology. Oh, total Why? The Luddites it's- of the world. You know, some of them I get it because that's just the kind of world like Jack White doesn't own a cell phone. I expect that of Jack White, oh. though. I mean, dude, dude records on analog tape. I expect that. But Christopher Nolan doesn't own a cell phone. Why? He doesn't even have an email. Okay. All right. He said, because he moved, I think he said something about he moved to California in like the mid 90s. I think it was like 97 or something. He said everybody had him, but he just wasn't interested. He said, you know, he he calls his voicemail. He said if he, you know, actually another one, Prince, he didn't have a cell phone either. He said, why would I have, why do I need a cell phone when everyone else around me has one and I could just use theirs? Okay, that does make sense. But I mean, that's the, I'm, of course it's Prince. And if Prince is like, yo, let me use your phone. Everybody would have been like, yeah, here you go. No problem. They have a spare phone for him. (laughs) Here, I have the second line specifically for you when you need it. But like for a normal person, it's like, I mean, normal normal people, it's definitely causes more struggle. If you, if you have the success of the aforementioned people that I just said, Mm. it's, you know, you get to live on that, your own planet. True. Or, you know, when people complaining, oh, I don't understand why we have to go paperless. I don't know. I like saving trees. <laughs> Not entirely paperless. There's some things I still need. Or people who don't for, have emails. Yeah. Why? It's so convenient. <laughs> you know, it definitely makes it harder to communicate anything professional. When, no, most when they, most they jobs don't yeah. even take paper applications anymore. They don't even most jobs don't even want you calling or asking about your <laughs> app, they want, application they want anymore. A faceless piece of paper or well not a piece of paper, a faceless form with all this information on it, so they can treat you even less like a human being and more like a cognitive. You're just a statistic they're willing to you know absorb into their <laughs> space when they need you. And hopefully you're willing to stay forever because that's what they really want. Honestly. And that's that's why that's why more people this is me being supportive of you. But that's why more people need to go out there and create their own content so they can just be uniquely them. So I still tell people everybody needs to start a podcast. Yeah, everybody, everybody sees their everybody YouTube channel. Podcasts. Everybody needs everybody. to do something. <laughs> it's so rewarding. And there's just so many detractors of it. Cause you know, I saw this one post that said, um, what <laughs> what was it? What what is one thing? gaming and sex have in common and i think the comment was if you're really good at it you can make money streaming it live but your parents will be disappointed in you <laughs> that's so true <laughs> oh it's just oh, whoops bump the microphone it's just a lack of understanding mm-hmm. you know there are people who are do, like a twitch streamer who's doing this full time probably breaking in bank 
and their parents are mad that they didn't you know go to law school or something like that. <laughs> you didn't follow in my footsteps and go work at the steel mill. I'm you're, upset. You're right. I make more money and I don't hate myself. <laughs> you know, that's why I like my parents. They're proud no matter what I do, but they're especially excited for this. You know, go beyond the scope of the regular day to day life of the typical wage worker. I guarantee there's something that you can do that people would be interested in that you're just like not aware of, you know, like for the longest time, I didn't think that this was like I didn't even conceive of uh, putting my voice out there for people to, you know, consume. Uh, that was never on my mind. But in the recent years, obviously. And then you know, uh, obviously everyone has a, co- yeah. a conversation. Let's start a podcast. Yeah. But like. It's it's something that you wouldn't know if you didn't have that support structure, you know, is what I'm trying to say. So if you have a friend that is interested in something, tell him to push it. You know, like my my friend Preston, he he'd been thinking about music and I was like, make music, just do it. Same with my friend Ariel. I'm like, make music, just do it. And just now do it. Like, it's easy. <laughs> and now they want to. And you now know, they want to get it out so there. Everything's so much cheaper. You don't need tens of thousands of dollars to do any of these things anymore. There's free programs to do anything creative. But yeah, you got to think you didn't you never thought about this as a reality. And here we are. This is our 20th recording session. That's a lot. That is a lot. Is as as we said before, before we did, we did some little artist development. We recorded eight demos before this. Now we're on episode 12 of which is going to be released. Mm-hmm. You know, we're already approaching the third quarter of 20 or the second quarter of 2020, which is kind of crazy that the year's already going by so fast. I can't wait for episode 100, if I'm being 100. honest. That's, that's the big episode for me. <laughs> I can't wait till we were just recording all the time, you know, bonus content for whenever we start a Patreon. Here's what, I can't wait for the episode count to surpass my weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, and, well, it's a mystery and when that'll be because you know, never, you it's never kind of a game. <laughs> Like, uh, where am I gonna be at? Where are those two numbers gonna meet? Because like, I'm still, I'm still losing a whole bunch of weight, and we're still releasing episodes. Obviously, regardless, I have a long way to go because it has to at least hit like 180 episodes. But still, <laughs> you gonna keep yourself at a weight just so we can do like a celebration mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, honestly, to be like episode 200, I'm gonna be down to 200 pounds, which doesn't sound like a lot to everybody else, but like, I started at 315, so <laughs> putting in work. Oh, see, now people are gonna track it. That could be like one of the running gags of the, sh- of the show, like, oh like a TV series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just we got to be like how I met your mother, how they had so many parallel mm-hmm. jokes that ran linear to the show. It did. Like you, it, it did kind of start. At, it did kind of start while we were doing uh, the artist development. You know, like it was about that time where I, was, I weighed myself and I was like, nope, this is way too big. I mean, you're about to be a public personality. You got to. Yeah. I keep that appearance up. Yeah, I can't be out here looking a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> right? And you know what prevents, you know, being a hot mess? Water. Water. So you guys know what to do. And we're back. I'm back at it again. Hope you guys enjoyed it that you know, enjoyed it. Enjoyed wow, it. Wow. See, talk. never enjoyed gonna get that, past it. Enjoyed <laughs> that sip of whatever you were drinking. Hopefully it was water. It better be water. Mm-hmm. You have no choice, it's water. Man, it just That's humanizes you. You can say enjoyed it. <laughs> enjoyed I fucked my word up. We're we'll, we'll, we just the gonna time. make up words. We're gonna speak in tongues next episode. <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah, we are talking about, you know, being a content creator in 2020. Ways you should support. I mean, it wasn't directly that. It wasn't in the conversation, no, but it I never mean, is. Obviously, you know, ways to support. Obviously, if it's your friend, do the best you can support. Even if you're not a consumer of the content, at least tell people. Mm-hmm. Maybe buy the merch, wear a shirt, get a sticker. Personally speaking, it's like the interaction that gets me the most. You know, yeah, like interact. yeah, you can you can buy the merch, and I can see the 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 commercial success. And like, while I still want that. It, that doesn't hit me the way that somebody, even if they're just like commenting on a post on like Instagram or something, like, "Hey, man, I'm really digging this episode" or something. That, that or, if shit, you, or if you buy merch, take a picture, put it on Instagram hashtag prefer not to say. Yeah, that that hits me right in my home. That hits me where I live, and I'm like, "All right, that's fuel for the fire." Yeah, if if you're parents of creatives, mm-hmm. please foster that. Regardless if you understand it or not, the payoff will probably be a lot better than them being miserable doing something they don't mm-hmm. like. Even if I don't like outpace, you know, just a normal job with this, I'd still be much happier doing this full time, you know, as opposed I mean, to if, just if, 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 if you could make it a lateral move financially, it's like I'm perfectly fine with that because there's always room to grow. I'm going to put it to you like this. I left one place of employment and went to another, which was a decrease in pay. But I had a community at the other place that I just missed so much. And I liked being around. It was better for my mental health. You know, like I took a decrease in pay just to be in a better environment. I would be part of a podcast. I would take a downward movement just to do this full time. If it like if (laughs) If I could sustain myself, like that's all I would give a shit about. Yeah. And, I, and there's always you can always give yourself more raises than a job will give you. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's time to discuss ways. People can be unsupportive and oh, why you shouldn't do boy. that. This I think the big favorite. thing is don't be jealous. I'm going to shout out lavish real quick. But bro, sponsor me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get, we'll get, <laughs> you know, we'll just start right away with that. <laughs> um, If you have creative friends who could help you with something don't expect handouts yeah it's nice if they can do it but don't expect it because at the end of the day it is something that they're trying to make a living off of it's something they're trying to focus their life around you know Um, unless you're unless you're the middleman to them making more money Mm -hmm. or you're a part of the creative team yeah Yeah, don't expect free handouts saying oh sponsor me it's unless you're notable and have something to offer we don't want to hear that. Yeah, it's it's not it's 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 not it's not something that you want to bring up anyways, because it's like if we're going to have an awkward time telling you that we can't because it's it doesn't make any sense to it doesn't benefit anybody. And then you're going to walk away from it disappointed because you didn't get what you wanted. You know, those right. are those are the bad types of people. I'm not saying anybody that is currently supporting us is like that. Right. Also, if there is don't expect a free service from somebody who has a rate. Or established rates, or is mm-hmm. actually doing it professionally, because that you know a lot of artists get that all the time. Specifically, visual artists, you know, their friend wants to hit them up. Oh, can you, dude, design me a tattoo? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, you're gonna pay my rate. Oh, come on, man, just do me a solid. Right? No, <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of because you know a lot of creative people I follow have no problem. I mean, obviously they don't reveal identities, but no problem at all showing situations and putting people on blast for like, hey, don't do this. Like there was somebody I was following and they shared an email, someone who hit them up pretty much offering, I think it was offering some sort of promotional services or whatever, or they were, they were making comments on that. They liked what this person did. And then they said, um, 
$50 and this person thought that that's how much they wanted to pay them. They're like, sorry, my rates are higher than that. I can't do that for that much. And he responds with, no, that's what you're going to pay me for the services that I'm going to be offering. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> Starting off complimenting someone and be like, I can do this for you. By the way, this is what you'll pay me. <laughs> this is what you should pay me for. <laughs> Props on the like either courage or stupidity to try to pull a power move like that. Well, it's quotes, also the worst thing, like the bane of any <laughs> music producer's goofy. existence that is really funny is um just messages collab, bro. <laughs> People get that all the time and don't ever do that to anybody you know who does music. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially if they're strangers, because people hit up strangers that way. Uh, as someone who's in the the musical industry, what is your preferred way of being, you know, approached? I mean, for a I'm not quite in the project. musical industry yet. Nah, <laughs> as someone nah, who's trying there, to pursue it, nah, if you're, you're trying to hit, if you're trying to hit me up, and this is what everybody else says, introduce yourself properly. First, actually, first, first of all, don't do that right away. Mm-hmm. Build some sort of connection as a fan first. I want to be able to track like, hey, you commented, you liked my videos, you commented on something, you shared something. Then I'll be more comfortable with you hitting me up because I'll, I will have had that interaction because a lot of people, when they see someone comment, a lot of artists I follow comment on their followers comments. Mm-hmm. And when you reach out to us, introduce yourself, explain what you do, explain what you you do yourself and what you're trying to do. Also, Give a little bit more information than just a general, hey, let's work together. Artists don't operate on on, 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 a, on a purely business uh, mindset. No, not, not just actually. Most, actually, artists operate on a purely business mindset when it's enlisting their services. Okay. It, the only exceptions you make is something that might mutually benefit you to where it's like you'll get a lot more exposure or it's something where it's it's like a one for one thing see i thought the explanation was sort of like them being able to like filter out stuff that they're not like creatively interested in that's what that's that's, that was my assumption yeah what i was gonna say is like we don't operate we generally don't operate on a linear schedule like this isn't a nine to five thing being an artist is an everyday 24 7 thing Mm. so typically people are booked up if they're professional so they want to know what's the clear-cut timeline what are you offering also you know Give us your budget. If it's a service you're looking to list, give us your budget or ask for our rates. Don't and don't try to don't try to haggle. Don't don't yeah. Don't, don't try to don't do, don't don't do, do that. Don't do that. If, you can't, if, you, if you can't afford me, wait to come back when you can afford me. You know, I, I don't have established rates yet because I'm not really I'm not really in the market to working with people quite yet because mm-hmm. I'm working my own stuff. But also, if you're an artist, make sure you have established your own craft first. You know, what is your following? What kind of content are you putting out? How many posts do you have on Instagram? How many YouTube YouTube videos do you have? You know, can I inquire about you from a random Reddit forum? I don't know. Can you can you prove that you have some sort of significance and or and will be significant? You know, because the bigger you get, the more offers you get all the time, and it just there's a lot of garbage to sift through before you find treasures. Honestly. Yeah, just don't. It really boils down to don't waste people's time. That's the big thing. People don't want their time wasted. And, you know, don't have any expectations unless you have intentions of being really beneficial. Don't. I don't know. Don't catfish people. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> don't catfish people. because there, right. there are people who do that. <laughs> All right. So establish a rapport. Yeah, establish right. rapport first. Establish a rapport. Uh, be clear and concise, 
and uh, don't catfish people. That's, don't catfish that's, people. That's the steps. You know, <laughs> make, make sure spend more time focusing on your own craft and yourself as an individual too, because I have a lot of artists that I follow who say the biggest thing is they'll have someone hit them up, they go to their page, and there's just like nothing there. They don't have anything out there, or you know. It, Especially if it's a stranger, because then at that point, it's you're not looking to collaborate and create something that's beneficial for both of you. You're trying to you're trying to ride your coattails. Yeah, Yeah, you just want to you just want to. Oh, let me get some of that fame. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're out here doing good. Put me on the map. Don't be afraid to reach out to people if you think you're ready for that. That's the Mm -hmm. other thing in in any sort of scope. It's, you know, you want to hit an artist. If you're a graphic designer, hit feel free to hit people up. Just make sure you have something to offer or something to show them. If you have a portfolio mm-hmm. that makes it 10 times easier to get of at least a foot in the door. Yeah. Here's a sample of some of my work. Maybe we can do something, you know? Yeah. So. And don't expect immediacy either. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. I'm, you know, like we operate on a completely different schedule. There's no, there's really no free time when being an artist. It's you're constantly doing something, especially if you're working a full-time job, if you're not doing it professionally, you've got all these other things to worry about. Somebody just coming out of random. Hey, let's work on something. It's like, no, nah, I'll pass. <laughs> Anymore, but don't, but don't, be, don't be offended if someone passes because they could, you know, they could genuinely be interested rapport. in it and just not have the time. Yeah, like me, like a lot of the artists I like, I generally just I try to be a fan. Maybe I'll work with them one day, and or any any artist friends I have. You know, I'm not looking for free services. I want to make sure something benefits you too. You know, it's like it's like, you know, doing this podcast, bringing people on. I have no expectations for anything from these people. I'm fans of what they do and what they're trying to do. So I'm trying to put them out there. Mm-hmm. You know, that that benef- it really benefits them more than it benefits us because it's almost it's almost like free advertising. No, it is free advertising. I mean, it is free advertising. <laughs> yeah, it is free advertising. The pod doesn't make money yet. <laughs> it is free advertising. But, you know, that's but it's also people. Our intentions are better because they are our friends and mm-hmm. if they aren't great friends now they will be great friends yeah it's there it's it's almost like having that, that that established rapport with these people the the friendships that we have it's if anything it's 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 guarantee of sincerity you know when i when i first asked jess I was like hey you want to be on the on the podcast i wasn't like oh man if jess is on the podcast then she'll tell people about it or anything like that i was just like just does something that i think is really cool and I think people should like hear about it and know about it, you know? Yeah. That was my mindset. And like, that's, that's because we have that, that, that strong friendship, that rapport built, you know, if I had tried to just approach her, not knowing who she was at all, it'd have been like, Hey, you trying to be on this show? It's like, Oh yeah, you're probably trying to, you know, see if I can do something for you. You know, it's, it's, you, you do have to build that, that uh, connection with someone before you can collab with them. Oh yeah. Or it's like with lavish. It's, how how often is someone going to say, oh, by the way, I have I have friends that do this, like what they do. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that makes merchandise. I've never really known anybody that makes merchandise. The fact that we know somebody local who does that and is kind of actually making a name for themselves is impressive. It's like, OK, I definitely want to put them out in the forefront because this is really cool. Mm-hmm. And they're they're and they're product is quality it's you know? quality and it's extremely versatile. You know, they, they're a media company. They make more than just the merchandise. You know, it's it's impressive what they what they've built and what they've established. Honestly, honestly. that's the big thing is like, you know, building relationships with these people, because all of these people we can collaborate with on something. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have approached like Eric or or John after knowing them for a single day and just been like, oh, you want to make some stuff for me? No, 
if we weren't already like tight, I would have never thought about going through with it. But and and, and you know, I don't show. think any you know there wasn't even really going to be a serious conversation we had about that until we actually got them on the show. It's like mm-hmm. I'd rather have them be on the show and see if they even like the show. I wouldn't. I want to want them to be like, hey, you want to do some stuff for us? Like, I want to make sure they're actually you know know what we're about and actually want to be a part of it because that's the big thing. It's you know, it's like podcasting. It's almost like it's it's a, such a community thing almost. It really is. It really is. It's, I don't want to say it's like a family, but it's kind of like a family. Yeah. Unlike that nonsense thing at work. Oh, we're just one big family. God, no. that, is, that, is, that is such <laughs> a mental trap. Thing. You know, the worst part is it's it's basically saying you're stuck with us no matter how garbage we are. Mm-hmm. That's just, just such a toxic thing you can say in the workplace. Here at XYZ Company, you're not workers. You're a family. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> family of fucking. It, it's slaves. 2020. People have no problem cutting <laughs> off their whole entire families anymore. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, one thing I'm glad is we haven't really kind of hit that space to where we have. I don't want to call them haters, but that's always a worry of mine. Just call them detractors. Oh yeah, detractors. But is somebody really jealous of us doing this right now? Because, like, you know, there's always I, I was listening to this episode of Super Duty Tough Work to when they were uh, I don't know if it was talking about like untrustworthy people or something like that. But it, it, there, there was a part because they were talking about how they had um, someone who was helping them with the record label. Mm-hmm. He held he, he handled like management and admin stuff. And he was just he, he was basically laundering money from them after a certain point. And then he's. He pointed out all the signs of someone who might not be trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Well, that was he was part of the team, though. From from like our perspective, our team is extremely small for the most part. Oh, it's yeah, just but, you but, and me. But it also went into a conversation. I don't remember if it was this episode or another one where you know you're because I think it was actually I might be referencing another episode who deals with something similar. Mm-hmm. But it was talking about you know how people around you they can get jealous and not have your best interest in mind. How you know like how you know family members steal money from their siblings who are celebrities. Yeah, that's. I mean. The way the way I look at it is like as long as they're not involved at a level where they could actually genuinely impact the show, I'm not super worried about it. You know, I mean, if if you're a hater, guess what? You want to talk bad about my show? My name's still in your mouth. That's fine right. with me. <laughs> and we have no problem putting your names in our mouth on our show. <laughs> Most prefer not go from prefer not to say to prefer to put you on blast. <laughs> That's good. Prefer to put you on blast. Man, haters are just fans in reverse anyways. Fans in reverse. That is the best. Oh my God, we're putting that on a t-shirt. Haters are just reverse fans. But make it in the style of a Uno reverse card. That's great. We we should just do a highlight reel at some point Mm -hmm. and just Compile the best quotes in the entire show. Uh, Lego solar panel where haters are reverse fans. <laughs> I don't know oh, where these man. come from. Sometimes I got them. Sometimes I don't. You would swear they're scripted. I, so <laughs> you have to do it like, man, that's the one thing I push. Such dude, good content? Like, when it comes to like comedy and stuff, it's like it has to come naturally. <laughs> I could never be a stand up comedian because I'd have to write my jokes and perform them and stuff. It's like, no, you, you like, don't want to deal the pressures of I am at my funniest that. when I'm just uh, vibing. <laughs> I'm just hanging out, and somebody <laughs> says something. Well, like, like that meme, it. like, "Hey, check out how hard I can vibe." And it's just a rainbow. Wow, he vibing. <laughs> wow, he, he do be vibing though. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, don't be a reverse fan. Mm-hmm. 
That's, I love that term. That's a reverse it. fan? <laughs> a reverse yeah, not fan. calling them haters anymore. It's 2020, reverse they're reverse fan. fans. <laughs> 2020, they're reverse fans. <laughs> um, and that goes for anybody, you know, just friends, family, even professional settings. I mean, maybe not coworkers because, you know, nine times out of ten, you don't care about them anyway. I care about some of my coworkers. Oh, wait, the least. ones that actually you actually like. Yeah. I I have coworkers that I I'm surprised at this like coworkers I'm not super tight with or anything like that that are like checking out the show um or like coworkers I haven't seen in a long time who I don't have like a very deep connection with uh like this coworker uh his name's Travis you know like we're not super tight we're not the best of buds but like he started listening to the show as soon as I came back you know and he's like oh you have a, you have a podcast starts listening to it. he's the one that um that I texted you about. You know, he re- he recognized that webcomic. Oh, which is really hilarious. I, yeah, that, I, yeah. ne- I never thought that just a random obscure reference would be recognized by a right. just a random fan. And 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 like that's that 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 really like I don't know, that resonated with me. I was like, dude, I haven't seen you in forever. And he's like, Yeah, fuck yeah, your show's great. I'm like, Hell yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, good, I think you shit. say uh who was you said somebody listened to one episode and then who hadn't listened yet and then was hooked. Oh yeah, um, I can't remember because because this happened. Oh no, I I think you said did you say it was Ariel? Yeah, Ariel listened to an episode, lavish episode, and he was like, "You need to release more episodes now." And I'm sorry, gotta wait. That's the biggest. (laughs) That's the biggest compliment when everyone's like, "Release more." I don't. I can't just do one a week. Mm -hmm. Eventually, we'll do the Patreon. Which I had had a good experience with another person in my support structure, my, my buddy Matthew. Uh, he was at work, near, working nearby. I mean, he had a lot more free time than I did that day, so he could like walk around and stuff. But he's he, he's the one that binges. He he binged the uh, the podcast like almost all of it in a day. Oh man! <laughs> and every once in a while, he just he just pulls his earbud out, walks over, and starts commenting on something that happened in the episode. I'm like, dude, it's, I don't know. It's surreal at that point <laughs> when you people know? are referencing your own work yeah, to you, like. Because, I mean, it, it, it's just me and him, you know, having a laugh. But there's other people working around me who are also hearing this and seeing this, that this guy is listening to something that I created and we're having a great time about it, you know. And then another coworker who I have no connection to is like, oh, you have a podcast. And like, this is when I was wearing the sweater. So I'm like, yeah. And I do this little spin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yeah. man, that's awesome. The support structure is like super, super valid, super important. Yeah, that- that is true in almost everything in life. Mm-hmm. Also, don't be a coattail rider. Yeah. Don't we haven't we haven't hit the point where people are trying to shoehorn themselves into something. You know, we're we are very we are very adamant on how we are structuring our show and who we involve. For good reason. You can't help all the homies out. It was like, at least not now. <laughs> at least I, not will, I will be like, able to soon. It's like what John said in the in, in the lavish interview, where he mm-hmm. said, you know, once you know, lavish started getting up running, all of a sudden he just got, he just had so many homies out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. The homies came out the woodworks, like, yo, sponsor me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to clap. Like, I have friends who are in the planning phases of their stuff, and like, I want to get more involved, but like, I, I realistically, I don't have the time for it right now, but. I mean, they're doing it. They're they're approaching it in the right way, you know. Whenever it's organic, they bring up a conversation about it. They're like, "Hey, any advice? This, that, the other thing?" Or like, they just let me know like their their progress. You know, that's the better way of doing it, as opposed to somebody who's just like, "Yo, trying. I'm trying to get on the show. I'm trying to do this." But that coattail riding's a bitch. It really shows you what friends aren't really your friends. It's really impressive though that how people 
have been responding to being asked to being on the show. And it's like, I haven't watched the episode yet because I just started the series, but I actually watched the clip on YouTube and it's literally that Rick and Morty episode with the whole heist thing. Oh, it's, yeah. like, it's almost like, hey, you want to be in the pod? Ah, son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I, it really surprised me how many people were so willing to jump on a podcast, you know? Like, if it's something like a year ago, if somebody approached me, hey, you want to pop up on this podcast? I'd be like, fuck no. I'm not I'm not okay with that. But every, right? everyone I've asked has been like, yeah, I'm about this. Yes. And then they have so much fun doing it. I'm like, damn, I should have got into this a long time ago. It's like, you do a podcast? Yes. Down. <laughs> when? I don't care what it is. I'll take part. <laughs> that just show that kind of response shows people's intention for what they really want to do. Mm hmm. You know, when other it's almost like you have to be that person to facilitate something. You know, mm-hmm. you say you do a podcast and everybody's like, you know, I've been thinking about doing that. Honestly, you know, and that's that's what we're about. You know, not only supporting us, but content creators have no problem supporting each other. Well, some people, some people are awful. Yeah. But, you know, we want to support the fans. We want to help facilitate their passions. My biggest goal is to eventually grow this to the point where I have the free time to like support everybody else every single person every one of you that has ever approached me and been like hey i'm thinking about starting a podcast or starting a show or a youtube series or anything i genuinely want to support and help you guys make all of them just don't have the time but that's my goal is to be able to have the time to do that if i can do this full time i'm i'm fucking helping everyone make everything yeah it's it's because it's I'm going to show up at Lavish HQ one day and be like, yo, all right, this is it. I'm here. I'm a worker. Let's check this out. Let's support this. Let's go. <laughs> this is where we just have hands everywhere. Like, all right, we have this massive, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, network. <laughs> I don't even know if that describes it. This, uh, this massive thing that we're building, all these people. Uh. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, it's I can't pull anything Avenger, off the top. Super I can't, Ranger League. I, I can't. I can't mob. solar farm this one off the top right now. So we can all the solar farm. That's what we just got. Panel here, panel here. All the energy into positivity. The media creation front out here changing the way people consume. I mean, people mostly, most people's days are spent consuming media. Mm-hmm. But it's never the most respected profession. Never. I don't understand it. You need to get a real job. Didn't you just watch TV for like six hours? <laughs> right. Or the people who want everything for free. Oh, all right. How about the, or I like those ones. All right. Anybody who thinks everything should be free should go without nothing or go without any of this creative stuff for a month. Mm-hmm. See how you like it. Screw that. Mm-mm. Not happening. Then I have to go outside and like do things. <laughs> I just find it weird. There's such an expectation to be a worker. Yeah, it's like it's 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 so ingrained in people that that's the only way that you can live your life. You can't like take a step away from it and forge your own path. Yeah, be your own boss, even if it's part time, it could end up being full time. It's got to be part time. You got to make that transition unless you have like a ridiculous support group to where like you don't have to worry about like sustaining yourself. Then you can just. Yeah. Dive all and a lot of professionals it. will tell you, look, even if it's an hour a day, do it. Mm-hmm. That's why I like certain people like Gary V. I, I like his approach to giving advice because he's just literally like, just do it. Go do it. He's just, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. <laughs> yeah. But his whole thing is, you know, and that's there's such an authenticity to the way he speaks than a lot of people like of his status is, is there's no smoke and mirrors. He's like, look, go do it. 
He said if he lost everything tomorrow, he would just go out garage sailing. Something practical. And he and he gives you something practical. He'll be like, oh, how do I make money? Go to a garage sale, spend 20 bucks, bring your phone, look on Amazon or eBay for what things are going for. Sell it. Sell it. And there's always garage sales. I know people who love garage selling just to go buy dumb stuff they don't even need. I bought a freaking uh, a mini fridge out at a garage sale for ten dollars, and I Is had that, it that for, mini fridge that's yeah, sitting outside. Yeah, I had it for so long. Like, <laughs> at any point, I, could, I probably could have just been like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sell this fifteen bucks." Like it doesn't seem like a lot, but that's fifty percent profit off of an investment. You know? Yeah. Someone will buy it. Someone will buy it. I could. I'd probably sell that thing for twenty dollars right now. But then yeah. again, I do have six years, you know, like customers uh, in the service industry. I could probably sell fucking anything. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing with it, you know, trying to break free of that typical industrial age mindset is we can cause a shift to the way things really should have gone. People shouldn't have to slave at the same place for 40 years and then just retire and die. Mm-hmm. That's why there's, a, you know, there's always that really strange debate when it comes to wages and cost of living and all this stuff. And we're looking at it because there's this argument that's not quite solidified that I think if we had better intentions with this point of view, it would be better is making it so middle aged people shouldn't be working entry jobs. Definitely not. It, not you shouldn't like they, they aren't jobs to be designed to like raise your entire family on. It's like. It doesn't help that, I mean, I, I don't want to say it doesn't help, but there was really kind of this shift when women started working. Because essentially, once women started working full-time jobs regularly, you almost had to have double the staff to compensate for it. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a whole, an, an entire demographic needing jobs now at this point. Or, you know, when everybody, when everybody decided to be career-minded, it wasn't just, oh, you find a well-off husband. Yeah. You know, two working, work, you know, dual income houses that was like a culture shock when that really happened because everybody's like, what? You could do that? Yeah. Everybody wants to do more than just the basics of life. You weren't just you weren't born to just like exist. And then there's also a really almost profound thing. This dude is came across this dude in an article. He's over 100 years old and he's releasing his first album. What? <laughs> What? He decided to do music. And his his said his biggest thing was don't retire from something, retire to something. Okay. There's even neuroscientists saying the ideal time to retire is never. You should be working or at the very least volunteering on a regular basis. Why is that? Why do they say that? They is say it, that it? because you know you just when you stop, you the human body and brain is designed to keep going until it literally just mm-hmm. done. You're not, you know, people retiring, what, in their 60s? You know, the life expectancy okay. keeps growing. What do you do? You know, what are the people who have kids who don't want kids themselves, so they don't have grandkids, or they just retire and don't work and don't have any hobbies to keep them occupied? Oh, man. If I'm, if I can ever retire, I'm just playing D&D. Fuck 18 hours a day. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, but, but if you retired, you could just, you could just produce a bunch of podcasts that you don't mm-hmm. have to star in produce a whole bunch of podcasts you know and that's something. the thing too it is that you know there's a lot and there's a lot of people who go back to work after being retired because they can't stand it you know there's this one dude he was uh he was some entrepreneur in asia he said if you're gonna retire do it well past 65 i mean think about it think about it if you had realistically because you know life expectancy going up if you were to live you retire at 65 and you could live a potential 35 40 more years that's a lot of time to be sitting around doing nothing. 
don't, yeah. I don't have the uh, mentality for that. I got to be doing something. That's it's why like, I like I'm never I don't want to say I'm never sitting still because a lot of my time is spent sitting. But like I'm never just that's because you're confined to a job. Imagine when you leave the job, what we'll be doing. Oh, my God, dude. So much. <laughs> or, or you know, the more weight you lost, you got to You got to keep You got to build that muscle mass eventually. Low key. That's like my goal. I'm going to lose I'm going to lose a whole bunch of weight and then I'm going to finally go back to the gym. But like I don't have the body confidence to go to a gym right now. That's my biggest issue. Right. Yeah. How do you, why do you think people in the industry don't die until forever unless it's from like a disease sickness or, or drugs or an accident? It's because they're constantly going. It's like mm. filmmakers. Filmmakers literally live forever in some cases. You know, Woody Allen's in his 80s. I think Clint Eastwood's in his 80s now. I mean, think about, you know, Scorsese and crew, all the actors, classic actors, they're all in their 70s. <laughs> Kirk Douglas finally died, which really sounds horrible to say, in his hundreds. I think it's something about keeping your mind active forces your brain to keep your body active. Yeah, you and know? it's, you, you notice, they're doing art. Mm-hmm. What a better thing. You they're, can do it forever. You don't have to retire. You, that's, uh, that links into this like concept I heard a long time ago, and like I'm a huge proponent of, and it's um, it's supportive of why I play D and D, and it's the human mind can expand inwardly forever. There's always something to learn. There's always something to experience. There's always something to create. Is 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 the big point, you know? Like with, with like even with like the stuff out in the world, you know, there's only so much media to consume currently, but like the human brain can just just pump it out forever. You can always have a new idea. You can always create this new concept or this new uh, this new media. You can do something forever with your and brain. it doesn't even have to be new. You can you can always innovate new ways. The, the biggest thing I've noticed, and this is happening, you know, this has been happening recently, and it mainly comes from a. I'm mainly talking about it from being a musical artist, but people aren't inventing new things. They're inventing new ways to old approaches. Technology is they're changing the technology and the software to be more efficient and to harbor a new workflow as opposed to, oh, this new feature, this new piece of gear, this we're taking the old things. It's like how it's funny. You know, there's all these remakes going on everywhere in Hollywood. And the funny thing is the most marginally successful movies are these independent features who are taking classic concepts and either like, you know, doing mashups or just taking on a classic story. Like think about something like get out the traces of influence go to like seven different movies of all different styles and genres that he combined and made, you know, the modern masterpiece. I mean, it was a good movie, but then again, I'm the face. I don't do the faceless. I don't figure out all this. I just consume. I mean, I'm, I'm the type of dude. I'm, I'm like going to find time to watch all these other movies. Mm-hmm. But or or you take some like Baby Driver. Baby Driver was just a getaway driver movie, but it was done in a way that was just it was cool. It was by um, Edgar Wright. He did. Uh, he did the Three of Favors Cornetto's trilogy uh, with uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. So like Hot Fuzz, Shaun okay. of the Dead, yep. that new was it at World's End or whatever it was called. Well, one. It, it was it was an, it was another one. It was like some end of the world like story. I, I never uh, saw it. Is it is it, it was absolutely they, anything? No, it's this one. Apparently, they go on like some bar crawl or they do this pub crawl when it's the end of the world or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I haven't no. seen it yet, but uh, he also did Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. He also wrote the screenplay for Ant Man. Interesting. Which was made before the MCU and was what, what inspired the MCU. So we can actually <laughs> thank him for the MCU. That's crazy. But yeah, it's just it's 
just a well-acted, well-directed story, you know, with good actors in a in a fun story. It's, it wasn't trying to be anything new. It was, and it it was a hit. No, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to, you know, we can restyle the wheel. Mm-hmm. Put some spinners on that bitch. Yeah, put some spinners. <laughs> Maybe some decals made by Lavish. <laughs> Definitely some decals made by Lavish. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's it, content creators are important. I mean, and without content creators, we wouldn't have glorious things like anime. Oh my god, I could I can't picture a world without it. Or just any sort of art. Honestly. It's what makes people happy. And it's surprising how deep how deep it goes. Like even just like the chair I'm sitting in right now, you know? This is this is somebody's design, somebody's artistic design for it to be like ergonomic and stuff. You know, otherwise it'd just be I you mean, know, something to put my ass on. I mean, furniture design and upholstery is an art. That's mm-hmm. that's in my that's in my family line. My grandfather my dad's dad wasn't worked in upholstery but yeah, i think i think the point of this episode is just to really drive home the idea that it, it's it while it can be done alone it definitely shouldn't be you should you should support the people who are trying to create these things build a community and also recognize the importance of content mm-hmm. media is important regardless of how people think it's damaging it's doing a lot more harm than bad or it's not it's doing a lot more good than harm with that being said i think we probably said enough about this particular subject yeah i started looking at the clock and i was like hmm, no, we, we can keep no, going we go a little bit over it doesn't matter i think we so, go a little bit over every time if you want to support us in our content creation venture be sure to follow us on our various different social media you know, we're on Facebook, just type in for an episode podcast or Facebook dot uh, com slash PNTS podcast on Twitter and Instagram. We are at PNTS underscore podcast. Interact any way you want. If we if we have if you happen to get a sticker from us, put it somewhere, take a picture of it. Tell all your friends about it. We are we're in the midst of planning a full merch drop. We needed to do this test run to see, mm-hmm. figure out how it works, you know, just, I mean, just, you know, we wanted to experience the product before you guys, because, you know, this is our first time using Lavish's service. So basically, it was mostly, you know, basically I bought up a bunch of merch or I contracted them to make a bunch of merchandise so that I could, honestly, I kind of wanted to give out some stuff for free, but I wanted merchandise for myself. <laughs> you you, you want to be decked out in the, you know, yeah. you want to, you want to actually wear it. That's the goal one day, Eric, John, I'm trying to be head to toe in lavish, lavish made merch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> Everybody's like, I'm I'm rocking Jesus. No, I'm rocking lavish. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's a real goal. We're trying to. This but, is just, we're all we're just one big ad for lavish. <laughs> it was really like like I trust them to make good quality product. Obviously, I've seen their product before. It was before I even like purchased it. But you know, it's like I wanted to be my own test group for it. You know, I wanted to create or see these stickers and see how they work or see the the like how they can be placed like the the viability of mass producing these yeah, there's a couple right there yeah there's we put them everywhere in the house there's there's i'm about to put one on my car here in a minute you know but you know and uh high quality clothing that we got mm-hmm. uh you know i i was expecting it to be good but nothing prepared me for how soft and comfy those clothes are oh my god it's like wearing a blanket so yeah support us support them as well they're, they're more than happy to help any customers in need. <laughs> All your media needs, just go to them. I thought it would end after a week, but that word still hurts sometimes. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 
Somebody at work was listening to one of the episodes, and then they started like bringing it up and oh, saying it a lot. Man. They're like, "Oh man, I'm just trying to help you with uh, with that with what you're building in your process right there." I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> they're like you shudder. You're like, "Oh no, cringy." But yeah, uh, like I said, follow us on the different social media. Uh, I think next quarter we're gonna definitely try to build a Facebook discussion group mm-hmm. for you guys to interact with each other because I think that's a big thing too. Is if other people can interact. In regards to our content, that makes for an even stronger community. Uh, probably do a subreddit also as another means of discussion. If the timing is correct in how I interpreted the shipping log, the Kit Kats have been ordered and they are on their way as we speak. So next episode will be the infamous Kit Kat episode that I know plenty of you have been wanting because Mm -hmm. we talk about it all the time. Uh, And I will say once again, we want to do this as kind of an interactive episode. So if you have any questions, comments, what have you, send them to us. And we will Mm -hmm. say them on the air. We want it to be fun. We're going to be trying a bunch of Kit Kats. We can't eat all of them this episode because I've it's a box of 53 different flavors. That's a lot of goddamn candy. Your entire calorie budget, all in candy. Uh, <laughs> you can't eat normal food that entire day. <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that's today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed last week's episode. We hope you enjoy the next episode after this. We got a lot of big things coming. If you thought this season of the pod was fun, we're we're planning on upping the ante next one. Oh yeah. Next quarter, spring is gonna be a you know even better. So oh, it's yeah. about that time. Hey, it's about that time. Before so. we get any more long winded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, this is just this episode we could talk forever. It'll be like episode one oh. or episode zero part one all over again. No. So yeah, that's the show. Signing off. As always, stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace. You do the peace sign. I always do the sign. (laughs) I'm basically saying peace to James. (laughs) 